0: Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. On this episode, we're going to be discussing a show that, once again, your host is not that familiar with. I have watched a couple of episodes, but I am not really, like, up on all things Veronica Mars, so that's what we're covering. But I have a great panel that's going to help me out. And just a little bit of a heads up, we are going to be spoiling things. I mean, this is an old show, and I keep forgetting to put this on old shows that we're going to be
1: spoiling stuff.
0: But everything will be spoiled, including... The latest newest season, the revival, and probably the movie and stuff. So if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen. But before we get into Veronica Mars and I have my panel introduce themselves, just a couple of quick housekeeping notes. Of course, we are taking listener support for as little as ninety nine cents a month to nine ninety nine a month. And we do have now we have um, different rewards that we're offering for each tier for ninety nine cents, $4.99, and nine ninety nine. If you need to know what those are, you can go back and listen to our BDSM or American Psycho episode or head on over to our Twitter page and look at the pinned tweet there. There's also a post about it on Instagram. OK, and then also remember, we have a Redbubble store. So if you need some fandom merch or it's a fandom thing, merch, head on over there and pick something up. And also remember, 50 percent of what we see from that and from our listener support goes to one Black Lives Matter organization and one stop Asian hate organization per month. OK, so I'm going to go around and introduce my panel. And just a heads up, we have two other panelists that are supposed to be joining us. One I know for sure will be joining us, our producer, Lily, but she's just running a few minutes late. Melody is supposed to be joining us, so I'm not positive if she is going to be joining us or not. But when they come on, I'll have them introduce themselves as well. So first, I'm going to go to the other Erin, who is our amazing manager of our Facebook and Instagram accounts. <laughs> does so much. I rave about her all the time. So Erin, what are you into right now in pop culture?
2: Um, Hi. So last night I watched uh, a movie called Love and Monsters, and I thought it was so fun. Um, Giant mutated bugs eating people and romance and a really cute dog that nothing bad happens to the dog so we can all watch it safely because that was the most stressful part of the whole movie. It was like every time I was like, Poppy, no. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm sure it's not going to get nominated for like a ton of awards, but I think it is nominated for an Oscar for like sound or something. So um, it was really good and made me happy. Yeah,
0: I've heard nothing but good things
2: about this movie. Everyone I know
0: loves this movie. Everyone that ever watches it loves this movie. I need to watch this movie. I know I need to watch this movie. So Definitely yeah, it's, it's on my list. And then Jackie, who hasn't been on at all this year yet. Last time she was on was romantic comedies. So what are you into,
3: Jackie? Um, the Circle just came back on Netflix. And I love The Circle. I It premiered, like the U.S. Netflix version, premiered last January before COVID hit and everything. And, like, everyone's already, like, isolated throughout the show. So all year long I've been like, why aren't they doing a season two? Whenever everyone's separated anyway, Um, if you don't know, it's basically like a social media reality show where you can be yourself or someone else and you're pretty much just trying not to get kicked off. So you're trying to make like real connections with people so they keep you around. Um, It sounds really stupid, but it is so good. And I'm not a reality show person either.
0: Okay, since you're not a reality show person, that makes it seem a little bit, I don't, I mean, I watch some trashy reality shows, I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> I think it's nice, because I think it's nice to watch them and go, okay, I'm not as screwed up as I thought
3: I might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, yeah. Like, yeah. like, watching everyone, like, because like you have to say all of your messages that you want to send to people out loud. And then like, you also see them reacting to other people's messages. And I don't know, like I'm constantly laughing out loud at the show. Like, it's just, it's really good. I don't know.
4: (laughs) Well,
0: it's nice to have some of that escape there. And like we determined on our guilty pleasures episode, you should never feel guilty about anything you're watching as long as it's not hurting anybody, I think. So, you know, we all need that escapism. And what I'm into right now is I'm watching a bunch of Oscar-nominated films to prepare for our Oscars episode, which will be airing on Friday, and Aaron will be back for that one, too. And so I've been watching some of the Best Picture noms that I didn't get a chance to watch. And I watched Nomadland, The Father, uh, Minari, and Trial of Chicago 7, which I wasn't a big fan of that one. But I did love Minari out of all the ones I watched. That's probably my favorite Um, I also liked Nomadland just because I have a thing about movies where people go and live like that, live like nomads, like uh, Into the Wild is one of my absolute favorite movies. Um, The movie Wild um, with um, Reese Witherspoon, where she goes on that hiking expedition. And I know that wasn't completely the same thing, but that was also spoke to me just because I used to want to do that when I was younger. I always dreamed of like getting out a map and just closing my eyes and pointing to a town and just going there and living there for like a year and then pointing to another town and another town and stuff. So these always kind of speak to me on a different level. I don't think I could do that now, <laughs> but, but it is interesting and I, I think the performances are good and and the father was just really sad and depressing to me, but, um, but yeah. We're going to have
2: such things. spirited discussion on the that. Episode I am looking forward to, as I can tell right now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of
0: fun. It'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, you'll have to hear me gush about Promising a Woman again. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead, and we're going to get into Veronica Mars. And like I said, when Lily hops on, we'll just go ahead and we'll have her just introduce herself briefly and then um, get some of her thoughts. So I want to just start out just with a basic, just some of your favorite episodes, Erin.
2: I don't have a lot of episodes that I really disliked. I think um, the pilot was actually a really good pilot. I think some pilots were like, are just really boring. Um, You guys talked last week about how like the Witcher pilot was just like awful. And a lot of people, myself included, didn't want to watch it after that. And then finally came back to it. But I think the pilot on this was really good and like drew you in. Um, I think one of my favorites is the episode um, where Paul Redd guest starred. Um, Called, what's it called the debasement tapes um, and he's like a washed up like singer songwriter and he's just a hot mess and Paul Rudd just plays it so well it's it's a really funny um, funny episode he's just so good I think they do a really good job um, I was going through the list of episodes and really the last like couple episodes of every season I think are so good they're really good at like wrapping up that story arc, but then leaving a cliffhanger for the next season, Um, especially in season two, um, it kind of resolved that big um, issue with fever and um, gosh, even the season three finale, whenever we had to wait so long, um, I still think it kind of like wrapped it up really well. Um, I don't know. I'll let, uh, I'll let Jackie talk too. (laughs) i'm gonna stop stop stop.
3: (laughs) that's fine and jackie um so my favorite episodes i (laughs) the one would be weapons of class destruction and i'm gonna be honest it's because that's when logan and veronica kiss for the first time (laughs) um and i just and him like coming to her rescue even though they weren't really like friends at that point um I just I've seen that episode so many times um and then I love like she said all of the um season finales actually I hate the season three finale. I hate it <laughs> and that's like where the show ended. That's where it ended and it just like everything was terrible in her life everything was up in the air. I think they kind of did that um as hope like a last second hope that they would get renewed um but it didn't work obviously and it was very unsatisfying but the season two finale I especially love um because so much was wrapped up like there were mysteries from season one that were even wrapped up in it um it was just a really well done episode and um beaver is still one of my favorite characters (laughs) even though maybe he shouldn't be um after finding out all of the stuff that he did um but yeah i most episodes are really good i can't think of many that i dislike and it's cool that they all like obviously are very connected, but then they have such separate resolvable mysteries in each one. And that's
0: and that's a bummer with shows when that happens when the finale is bad from a show. It's it's so hard to deal with that, especially if it was a show that you love and if it ends on a cliffhanger too and it's a bad finale on top of it. And you don't think you don't know if it's ever gonna come back. Um, and I'm curious, this isn't on the outline, but I'm just curious about that. Do you think, because everything's kind of different now with social media, do you think now if this show and of course it was revived, of course, but if this show had ended on season three and all these people wanted it back and it was canceled, do you think it would have come back sooner than it did? Do you think like another streaming service might have picked it up or something now in this day and age, if just with all the social media campaigns?
2: Yeah, I think so. There's there was a really big campaign, but it was, like, by mail, um, oh. and I feel like Melody would know more about this, but, um, because I remember there was this huge campaign of people sending Mars bars to, like, the CW <laughs> offices, um, like, inundating them with candy bars. Huh.
3: Um, I do
2: Like, yeah, I don't know, because it did, um, when did it end? In 2007, 2008, around there, um. Probably that was just kind of the beginning of like all of these online forums and stuff. And mm-hmm. it probably would have, probably would have been easier to get something like Netflix or somebody to pick it up. Um, but we know what sometimes that doesn't work out so well when Netflix gets things. Yeah. Or when Hulu gets things, Hulu, uh, yeah, the Mindy so, project. project. Right. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, but I think Hulu did okay with the, the season four. Um, it wasn't my most favorite. I was kind of okay with the season three cliffhanger because like, I just, I am an optimistic person and I was like, dreamed up, everything worked out and it was fine. And Keith was sheriff again. And, (laughs) but yeah, I, I agree. I think if it had been even just like two or three years later, um, the social media campaigns would have been way more intense. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I know like with Roswell, I brought this up in an episode not
2: too long ago
0: with Roswell when Roswell was canceled a couple of times or when it was maybe going to get canceled. I know with that one they sent to Warner Brothers because that was with the WB. They would send Tabasco sauce like cause they because <laughs> they aliens put Tabasco sauce and everything, you know, so they would send that all the time to do it. So, yeah, campaigns were different back then. Same with like when my so-called life was canceled with a, a huge cliffhanger. And I think. You know, I think my soul called life would have been one of those too that would have been picked up like in a heartbeat because of the way it is now. It's just it fan campaigns have been around forever. But I think it's so different now because everybody kind of interacts with each other, including the creators and all that stuff. So, yeah. OK, well, let's get into the characters first. We'll just talk about Veronica Mars. And then after that, you can mention any other characters you want to mention. Um,
2: so, Erin, what are your thoughts about the main character? i'm kind of actually torn about veronica she's not really the best person in the world especially at the beginning she treats everyone just terribly and i get it she's had like a really traumatizing life but she i don't know if she's just like kind of a dick to everybody at the beginning there um and taking advantage of her friends for things like at one point, I think Mac was like, are you even friends with me? Like, why am I here other than to just help you with cases? Um, But she does evolve and grow. And I like, I like that we can see the evolution um, of her becoming like a normal human being with like empathy. Because I feel like she was really lacking that at the beginning. She was like, on this mission to like, punish people, basically. um, And kind of, when she sees the destruction that she's caused um kind of makes her rethink her life so I think she's she evolved and I like it um I've got like some serious issues with the way she treated Piz um which was just was so nice and she was like just I don't know that's I think something we can talk about when we get to the movie because that was just awful but I mean, without Veronica there wouldn't be a show and without her her, her whole disaster of a life then there wouldn't be a show so I guess we're stuck with her.
3: <laughs> and Jackie. Um, I like I agree with everything she said though. I do I love Veronica, but yeah, she is very like selfish, self-centered. Um, and self-serving. <laughs> but I I mean it did come from all of the backstabbing that had happened to her prior to season 1 and everyone was bullying her really hard and um so she just got really like a really hard exterior and um just had to kind of put herself first and not care what other people thought and That's just kind of how I see it, but thankfully she does get a little softer throughout the series. Um, I know that they had said something about the season four finale being necessary for her character development, which I do not agree with at all, um, since she's already been through so much.
0: That's interesting because I've actually heard a lot of people say they're very mixed on her or they have issues with her. And some people just outright don't like her. And so it's interesting to have your main character be such a divisive character and not be. um, I mean, I'm sure she's like the hero of the story, but not be so, you know, where you're definitely rooting for her all the time or Mm -hmm. stuff. So that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. And then, Erin, what other characters do you want to give a shout out to or some of your favorites?
2: Gosh, I have a lot of favorites. I I think one of my favorite characters is Keith, actually. Um, he's like the best dad. He's like the dad everybody wants, right? He's like cool and he's loving and he's like such a dork with his dad jokes. <laughs> But I really like him. I really like him. Um, he was actually, I think, him and Veronica are the only ones that are in every single episode um, of this series. And I think that's great um, that there's like the family connection there. And it wasn't just about, I don't know, the young people. I sound like such an old person when I say that. Kids <laughs> <laughs> <gets> these days. <laughs> But I think he was great. I like that there was like an actual, he had his own little story arcs and his own problems and resolutions and things about that. Um, I love Wallace. I wish we had got to see more of Wallace and more of his story and him and his mom. Um, I, I, I like that Wallace's mom and Veronica's dad dated. That was really cute. Um, I mean, I, I, like, I always thought a spinoff with Wallace would be a fantastic show, especially like if we could see what he had done in Chicago and stuff like that. I think he would have been a really interesting character as well as Mac. Um, I'm going to say something really controversial right now, cause I love Weevil and I really think Veronica and Weevil should, should have ended up together. <laughs> I don't, I'm not up on all of like the internet forums and things, but I feel like people might be mad about that. Um, but I, they were perfect. They were like both outcasts in this like rich people society where no one really saw them or understood them. Um, and they kind of understood each other. I think, I think Weevil was a really underrated character. Um, I don't know if I should go through my whole list. Logan, I could (laughs) do without Logan. We'll just leave it at that. I'd be okay with it. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) I don't know I don't know I have no (laughs) words Um, and despite what a dick dick is I really liked him because he was just like he was himself you know he like had wasn't mostly wasn't ever pretending to be something he wasn't unless he was trying to trick girls on the internet into coming to parties with him but (laughs) I, I know it's a very problematic character and like various I don't know bad bad situations that he was a part of but he was comic relief and he like never really pretended to be anything he wasn't. Like everyone knew Dick is a jerk and he will treat you poorly. And he was just like owning his weirdness. So awesome. Awesome. I think and- Beaver just needed a hug. That poor kid. Oh my god. <laughs> that poor little guy. I just wanna hug him and tell him it's gonna be okay and don't murder people.
0: <laughs> don't murder people
2: yeah. I love dick was a dick um, oh. <laughs> yeah. and Mullen his perfect dad is named. big dick which was perfect too so <laughs> totally appropriate for both of them
0: awesome. okay and Jackie how about you some of your characters
3: um I also I absolutely love Weevil I would have loved for that romance to happen but I am a Logan Veronica fan at heart like a I- I can't help it. <laughs> um, and he, Logan, really does suck. But here we are. I love him. And <laughs> um, I love Mac. I think she's really cool. I wish we had more of her. Um, I wish that Wallace had had more character development because he really didn't get that much. Um and as I already mentioned I love Beaver like I and he turns out to be an absolutely horrible person but you still kind of feel for him for some reason and I have watched Kyle Gallner in so many movies like just because he was in it I just love him I don't know yeah
0: that's interesting it's like the so
2: he's a
3: Killer then, so he's a murderer. He's a killer and a rapist. Oh and my gosh! Kill, oh, yeah, like a of people. And he tried to kill. He Veronica. blew up a plane, right? He yeah. blew up a plane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my that gosh! that was supposed to be on.
2: How a 15 year old gets a bomb to put on a plane to blow up people? The whole this whole show doesn't make any sense about why all of these children <laughs> have access to such ridiculous things. But <laughs> and it blew up oh. the bus too. That killed oh a bunch yeah. Of... Well, yeah. It killed. Yeah.
3: Wow, I hate I hate Meg by the way. Just gonna go out and say it. I hate (laughs) Meg. I don't really like Duncan. Duncan. He's extremely extremely boring, boring. and he really shouldn't be because you can tell the
2: actor is trying to make him fun, but he's so bad for Duncan though. Like he's got a lot of mental issues that no one is helping him with. So I feel like a lot of his problems are not his fault. Just he's got really shitty parents that don't care about him. Yeah. Well,
0: and our amazing producer Lily has joined us. So, Lily, if you want to just um, quickly, we've, you know, if you want to just give us sort of some of your favorite episodes and your thoughts on Veronica in general, and then any other characters you want to give a shout out to. And I'm very happy that you were able to join
1: us too. So. Yeah. Well, thank (laughs) you for having me. It's always good. Um, I. I'm actually only halfway through the first season. I only recently started it, like, a couple months ago. And um, the only reason I started it is because someone told me that I remind them of Veronica Mars. And I was like, okay, well, I'll see what this is all about. And it's fun. Um, I guess, you know, going into it brand new, to me, it's very high school. So he kind of have to... <laughs> get over that little hump but uh the last episode um or not the last one the one that I really love the most is when um Veronica finds out her boyfriend in season one is like crazy and he was like lying to her and hiding all this stuff and just the way she found out was I mean you have to be very clever otherwise you could have missed all of that and it would have just been you know it wouldn't have been what it turned out to be (laughs) and I, I really loved that and um also, from what I've seen so far, they're kind of setting up Logan to be this classic bully with a good heart. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I mean, I, I've heard um, I've heard a little bit of what you guys were talking about and from other fans. And, you know, I know they end up together and all that good stuff. But so far, it's been really awesome. And I love how she and Wallace met and how they're kind of like this duo. You know, everyone needs needs a partner like that. Right. <laughs> That those were those were my uh, uh favorite parts so far. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and so the fact that people have said you're like Veronica, do you see that when you're
1: watching it? I don't know. I would hope I'm a little bit nicer in person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you're like from what I've heard from Aaron and Jackie, um <laughs> I um I, I have a tendency to Investigate things that I shouldn't, and I'm not above, you know, bending rules. And I think that's probably why. Uh, I think that's. I think that's why, though. I'm kind of a freelance uh, PI. <laughs> that's <a variety>. like. <laughs> and I, I actually do love that. I think she's got a lot of sass and tenacity. So you know, it's admirable. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because.
0: Aaron and Jackie were saying how they were conflicted about, about Veronica and how she can be very self-absorbed and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I don't view you that way. So that's why that was interesting, but (laughs) it must be that other part. I know when I was a kid, we used to make up mysteries. Like we would make Mm -hmm. up and think we were solving some mystery, which we weren't, but I know that, that that was something we did when we were younger and it was fun, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Little things I'm learning about you on this (laughs) (laughs) one. You do ever need help with something? Linda? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah, we
0: know who to turn to. <laughs> okay.
1: Awesome. I awesome. just want to say real quick that
3: I think I thought it was really funny that at the beginning of this episode, I asked if it was okay to say spoilers. And you guys, <laughs> <yes>. oh, <laughs> and then she comes in in
2: the middle right after I say a bunch of spoilers
3: and she hasn't seen it. We're going oh, to have to no, wipe it's... your
2: mind after this episode so you can <laughs> no. continue to watch it.
0: <laughs> well, are you okay with spoilers? Because we're yeah, going to be I, talking about okay. the movie and everything. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's
1: been out long enough. Like, there's no excuse. So,
0: <laughs> Okay. So, I want to talk about Kristen Bell just in general and her performance and just her. Because, I mean, I love her in – I'm a huge The Good Place fan. I actually just finished my upteenth 3 watch of that show. So, I love her in that. Um but I want to just get your overall thoughts on her performance and just her, if you have any other things you want to add, Erin.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't picture anybody but her playing Veronica. At this point, she was just so perfect for it, um, like this tiny little blonde girl, but like such like ferocity Um I've tried to think of like, well, if it wasn't her, who would it be? But I can't really imagine anybody else. I think she was great. And I love Kristen Bell. She was like one of those people that's like in one episode of everything in the world. Um, and so, And I am a huge fan of The Good Place too. I think it's great. Um, it's really unfortunate that that didn't pick up momentum faster. I think it wasn't until a couple of seasons then that like the rest of the world even knew what this was. I kept telling people to watch it and they're like, you're crazy. But yeah, I think she's great. Um, I think she's got a very, um, I don't know, entertaining, even just her personally, not as um, anything that she's been in, but like her social media and everything is really entertaining. Her and um, Dax, I think, are a really fantastic couple. But yeah, I think she's a fantastic actor. I really like her. Um, I want her to be in everything all the time. <laughs>
0: And everything, all the time, yeah. yeah. And Jackie.
3: Yeah, I love Kristen Bell. I I started watching The Good Place when it first aired, just specifically because she was in it. Um, and I I all like I always recommend The Good Place to people, but I think what makes The Good Place so good is the big twist that you can't tell people about when they're mm-hmm. about to watch ruin the twist, um. So that's a shame, cause like if you knew the twist, you would want to watch it so bad. <laughs> but I love her and everything. I loved her in Burlesque. I all of the movies that I've watched just because she was in it. Um. I get really obsessive with my <laughs> actors and actresses. I have to see everything. Uh. I, yeah. I imagine anyone else playing Veronica Mars, she was just perfect. It's her. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and lily um i completely agree i think she was absolutely the most perfect choice for that role um i from what i saw in the beginning of the first season so far um they have her backstory as being this kind of like ditzy popular blonde girl which she plays really well and then she turns into this hard you know like pi and i mean she just flawless flawlessly switches into each role and I also, big fan of Kristen Bell, uh, or Kristen Bell, sorry. She's the absolute best, um, except for Frozen. I'm sorry, not a fan. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> I have
0: never watched Frozen, but that's because I'm not an animated fan. <laughs> <laughs> Only few animated films I like. So, I know, I saw Jackie's face was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, I haven't seen it, but...
2: I've seen it so many times. I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say Frozen did show us that um, Kristen Bell has an amazing singing voice. So mm-hmm. there's that. I, I think, I think, you know, if she wanted to make an album of something. It, it would do mm-hmm. well. <laughs> well, and her, when she was in Parks and Rec,
0: you know, she appears in Parks and Rec And she does a little bit where she does an operatic, you know, she's singing like opera. And it was pretty, it's pretty, it's only like two seconds long, but it's pretty incredible. So I don't know if she was, was she classically trained? Does anyone know?
3: I I thought
1: she took lessons before Frozen.
3: Okay. Okay. That was just,
1: maybe, I don't know, I could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Because she
0: got that operatic thing down really well. And just that little two second clip in Parks and Rec. So I don't know if, you know. Yeah. That was like a fluke or something, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like her a lot. And, um, I think in the good place, she, she is so really, she's really good at playing. Like she looks like your innocent girl next door. And I think this actually can fit in with, uh, Veronica, but she's really good at playing characters that they on the surface would appear. If you were just to look at them, just surface wise, you'd think, Oh, this is probably sweet as apple pie kind of person. And then underneath, they can be really complicated or downright mean, like, you know, Eleanor is really does some really awful things um, or did some awful things that you see in her backstory. So that's what I think so interesting about her as an actress and uh, that I think she ends up playing a lot of characters like that where there's a lot more going on underneath. I mean, I'm even thinking about um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think even in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, there's that, too, where she has a little bit of that, um, I don't know, edge to her and um, not coldness. I don't want to say coldness, but almost um, aloof and kind of cruel and kind of selfish to the characters she plays. And I just think it's interesting that she can kind of do all those levels, and yet you still love watching her and like most of the characters that she plays, even if you're conflicted about them. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a gift. I think she's a really talented actress. And like I've said before, comedy is very hard to do. And people who do comedy really well don't get enough credit for it. And I think even in the little bit that I saw of Veronica Mars, even though it's not necessarily a comedy, there's still comedy in it and comedic beats. And she definitely does that. And does it very well. And it's a very hard thing to do. Comedy, I think is harder to do than drama because you have to not try and make people laugh. You can't try to be funny. It just has to be natural. So yeah. So applause for her. Okay. So I want to move on. And I know Lily, you haven't watched the movie yet, so you probably won't have any thoughts on this. <laughs> um, but I'm sure even when we talk about working to revive the show, um, you can talk about that too, even though I know you haven't seen it, but so let's move on to the movie first. Cause, um, Let's talk about that because this was also something that there was a Kickstarter campaign done. So fans even chipped in money to help this movie come about. So I want to know, um, Erin, did you chip in any money and what were your thoughts on the movie?
2: I did give money to the Kickstarter. I don't remember how much it was. It probably wasn't very much. Um, because I, I don't even remember what year that was now, but, um, yeah, I do remember getting really excited about the Kickstarter and giving them money. And I am okay with the movie. It was not great. It wasn't horrible. It was like a classic Veronica Mars um, storyline with, you know, some big outrageous thing happens and then she solves it um, and then ending with another like cliffhanger at the end because that's how they roll. I thought it was okay the whole if we're doing spoilers i guess we'll just do spoilers lilith muffs, <laughs> um, but after she worked so hard and logan is like such a good guy and then the fact that they're gonna kill logan is just like the most tragic thing of
1: the whole, whole thing i'm sorry lily um, it just it sounds funny for some <laughs> i know I what mean, you're talking about but
2: it just sounds I hated him the whole time, all three seasons. I'm like, this guy's awful. Why is she with him? What is happening right now? And then the movie is like, oh my God, he's like totally changed. He's a good guy. Like, he's so sweet. And then they they make me actually like him after all this time. And then they're just going to kill him off. Like, what the hell? So that was my biggest problem with the movie. The rest was okay. It was just like an episode, um, basically, which I guess is they were just I don't know. I guess there's a lot of people that are not happy with the movie. Um, but at least we got some questions answered that we had been waiting for for a long time. Um, but I will never, never forgive the Logan situation. <laughs> and Jackie? Uh,
3: the Logan situation was actually season four and not the movie.
2: Oh, was it? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's so bad.
4: Oh, sorry.
3: Um, but I... I can't super remember
2: the movie, so... Maybe that's why. It was so forgettable. <laughs> was... There I was did. a boat, right? Was there a boat or was that season four? I Somebody think... died on a boat. That was, the God, what is happening right now? The <laughs> mo- <laughs> Sorry. The movie was like... There was like one of their classmates
3: who was recast.
2: Right. Like,
3: and a famous actress or something, and she was... Killed. And, and,
2: oh, and Gia.
3: Okay, I I think maybe Logan was like framed for it or something. I don't remember it very well. I haven't watched it pretty much since it came out. Um, I was part of the Kickstarter. I think I might have given, I want to say fifty dollars, because I got the movie and my choice of T-shirt. Um, I, yeah, I don't super remember the movie, and. I also am very upset about the end of season four. Like I said, they, they said that they killed him off for her character development. And I don't think that was necessary, especially since she already went through the murder of her best friend in season one. Like, I don't, how much more character can you build from continuously killing people off? I don't think there's much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, and and I know you haven't seen it, Lily, so I won't ask your opinions on the movie, but it sounds like it's a pretty forgettable thing anyway. Uh, (laughs) But it's interesting to me that uh, because, you know, you see a lot of times you see women killed off for man pain and for a man's care, a man's growth, you know, that kind of thing. We're actually going to talk about that next year in 2022. Um, So (laughs) something to look forward to. But that happens a lot, so it's interesting to have it almost the reverse where you're having a man killed for a woman woman pain, I guess would be the way to put it. So that's that's interesting. And I do think when you do that, when you kill a character solely for the purpose of another character's growth, which is what it sounds like, I think that's kind of cheap and it's it's kind of lazy in a way because there's got to be other ways you can do that. And it's also not nice to the character that you're killing <laughs> I mean, really. Cause you're just killing them just for that. You're not killing them for any other reason. Um, that's kind of, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Cause I, and I didn't, I knew there was some issue with Logan. That's all I've heard is that people were really upset
2: with the way Logan was treated. So, well, it's like, they, they just don't want Veronica to have happiness, which I think is really not fair to her. Huh. Like she finally found happiness with Logan. Um, and I don't know if they didn't want him around or whatever. I feel like there's other ways. I mean, he was deployed. She could have, if they wanted her to be alone, just let him be deployed, you know? But it's just they don't want her to be happy. They want her to always be in pain, which is really, I don't know, not fair to the character. Mm -hmm. I just want to see her happy for like a little bit. We saw such tiny little snippets of her being happy, and it was great. And it's something that, like, I feel like was so hard earned. And then It just gets cut short every time.
3: Yeah, true.
2: It happens over and over and over in the show.
3: Do
0: you think they do that to create drama, but then it just becomes kind of a crutch? Like that's the only way they can create any kind of tension or drama for her? I feel
1: like she creates enough drama on her own. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. She makes bad decisions, like when she let off a um, a smoke bomb in the police station. Like, come on. (laughs) Like, she does bring a lot of it upon herself. (laughs) I like if if that happened today, that would make national news. You know, she'd be seen as a domestic terrorist. (laughs) I cannot. I, you need to give us updates, Lily, of like what you think as you go along because it just gets more and
2: more ridiculous. It's like, oh, really? such, it's, it's, gets to like soap opera level of yeah. ridiculousness of like two teenagers living in the penthouse of a hotel doing whatever they want. Like, gossip girl. How, yes, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> how, I understand it's a bunch of rich kids, but still, like, how is the, anyone in town letting this happen? Like, any other. <laughs> But I love it. I, this is why I like teen dramas. Like I'm full-grown adult human, and I should not be watching
4: them. And I <laughs> call <can't
1: help> myself. <laughs> there's there's an episode where they, all of them, all like um, the boys minus Veronica, all go to Mexico. Right. I like, wait, how? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. they're like driving a convertible, going like going <laughs> past the border. And I'm just, I remember when that episode started. I was like, what? like what is going on who's letting minors go across the border for a fun day and then they lost (laughs) the car they had and then they were real sketchy. fun times so do you think though that this show
0: is they're doing that on purpose though right they're trying to be as fantastical as possible on this show Yeah. yeah yeah so they know they're being ridiculous so it's not like I mean, I never watched Gossip Girl, so I can't speak to that. But it's not like with Beverly Hills, 90210, where they were just completely off the rails after about the second or third season. I can't remember when that show kind of became, you know, when people would die and then come back and it would really become like a soap. But
2: isn't isn't Kristen Bell in the reboot of Gossip Girl? Isn't she going to be in that? I think so. Yeah. Oh,
1: there's (laughs) a reboot? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Gossip Girl goes off the rails episode one, and it yeah. just continues to, like, careen out of control. Because <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: all I've heard about, because we actually mentioned Gossip Girl a little bit when we talked about you, of course, because of Penn Badgley, and I know from what I've heard, Penn Badgley plays that typical, like, stalking for love kind of character yeah. that he plays in you, except for it's more romanticized in Gossip Girl, is that correct? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's 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 um he's crazy. <laughs> well, his characters are not him. <laughs> no, he's cool. He's awesome. I yeah. I love him. The stuff he's said, you know, ever since
0: he did there you. There are
1: these fan theories that um, you is just kind of like the gossip girl reboot, you know, and Dan just went crazy. And then sorry, we're going we're going <laughs> no, off. I the know r- that's a <laughs> standard, but it's fine. We go going- <laughs> Veronica Mars. She, she was in Gossip Girl, though. She was the voice, you know, so she's been in so many things. <laughs> oh, okay. that's actually why I watched Gossip Girl. Really?
3: I was looking at Kristen Bell's IMDb, and I was like, wait, she's been in a lot of episodes. This was like when we were on, like, season three airing Gossip Girl, and I used to get DVDs from the library and binge-watch things on DVD. Okay. Um and yeah, I was like, oh, she's in Gossip Girl. So I got it. And it was just that she was the narrator, but I watched yeah. all. Of it. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know how I didn't know
2: that, but I how did. How did I not know that? Know that. She Aaron is the, should watch she's it. the voice. I, I watched like one season of Gossip Girl. That was like even too much for me.
1: <laughs> I couldn't deal. <laughs> I recently, oh no, last year I rewatched the whole thing, just binged it uh, when lockdown first started. Oh, it was terrible, but I couldn't stop. <laughs>
0: We all have those things i mean we'll have to do an episode on that one so yeah we'll have yeah. to do an episode on that one and, and we'll have to do an episode someday on beverly hills because that was the show when i was young that it was like you must watch tv i mean i remember friends getting upset when they missed an episode because you didn't have the same thing you couldn't rewatch it right away it wasn't available <laughs> right away so you had that issue when you were really young and being really preteens and having like, you know, the Luke Perry pillows and I mean, literally, so that was a huge thing. So we'll have to talk about it. I know we went on a tangent, everybody, but it kind of all connects, especially the gossip girl thing. I did not know that about Kristen Bell. So there's a revival
3: of gossip girl coming. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So then we'll definitely have to come. I hope
3: it.
1: it's just as crazy. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> That's funny. Um, Well, I want to talk about
0: fan campaigns because the fans worked really hard, of course, for the movie because they actually gave money to help a movie get made. Um, But they also helped with the revival and they were all really excited about season four that came out on Hulu. And I know a lot of fans felt kind of used by the show, used by Rob Thomas and even Kristen Bell. And I know people were upset about that, so I just want to kind of get thoughts on that and thoughts on fan campaigns in general, and the feeling of when you do that and then it works and then it kind of feels like a slap in the face, <laughs> which I know um, Jackie and I have one with that with the Mindy project. But um,
2: Aaron, what what are your thoughts overall on season four and all of that? Um, I I liked it. I don't know. Has have they? announced if it's like totally that's it they're done or are they gonna try and do a season five do you guys know i don't i haven't heard because everything as usual ended in like a giant cliffhanger which was really maddening because like they came back and like resolved everything and then they're like oh by the way now this is happening so i was happy for a season four i'd happily watch a season five if there was one um as far as fan campaigns, like it's a it's a mixed bag. Sometimes you get what you want, and sometimes it's like they do it on purpose to piss everybody off. I don't know.
3: Um,
2: I'm I'm my biggest one besides Veronica Mars is um, Winona Earp, and we're in the midst of um, fighting for Winona again because we fought so hard to get a season four, um, and now and then Sci-Fi again, as Sci-Fi does with making terrible decisions of canceling good shows and keeping the garbage ones on um so that's been a really big thing I've been really impressed um with the organization of the Winona fan base like I don't besides the Supernatural fans I don't know of any more hardcore fans than Winona fans and I think Mm -hmm. if the campaign for Veronica Mars had been now I feel like it would be just as intense because it's a smaller group but like really passionate people, and I think that's how the Veronica fans are, too, of, like, it's not a huge amount of people in the world, but they are, like, hardcore fans and would do anything for the show.
0: And Jackie?
3: I, season four, I was just kind of happy to have at all. Um, It wasn't, like, it was very enjoyable, but not nearly the same as the original three seasons. But that's kind of what I've come to expect um, from anything like that. Any fundraise thing or um, fan campaigns. I'm, I kind of just know that, like, you get what you get, I guess. Uh, I There were a couple other, like, just movies that, like, I was a fan of the actors and stuff. So I had donated to their Kickstarter. Um, and those were never as good as i wanted them to be but like they still hold a special place in my heart it's pretty much just like you would have had nothing so at least now you have something if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i'm just thankful for what i have gotten like even with the mindy project which i we all know we do not like at like pretty much anything that happened on hulu uh but I'm still glad to have had it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And Lily, I know you haven't watched season four, but what are your thoughts sort of on fan campaigns and anything you've been involved in that, you know, worked or didn't work?
1: Um, Well, specifically for Veronica Mars, I think it speaks volumes uh, that the fan base is so passionate about it. You know, it, it, it speaks volumes to the quality of the, uh, show itself you know and obviously they didn't deliver on that quality that fans had expected and that's really sad I think um I think maybe it's a mixture of them kind of money grabbing and people working on it that aren't quite as passionate as the project as the fans and um I think fan campaigns are um they're good they're good to have but (sighs) I've been a part of a few for like video games and it just was never quite what I expected. It's always been very disappointing. So um, most recently, I, uh, well, a couple of years ago, I helped donate to create the next Nancy Drew game. And it, the, and it took them four years to make it. It was terrible. I mean, the whole fan base was in an uproar about it. And everyone was just, you know, and I feel like that's kind of, it sounds like that's what happened with Veronica Mars. You know, people waited years and years and didn't get, anything close to what they expected. So, they can be good and they can be bad, but it depends on the execution at the very end.
0: Yeah, I think and we're going to do an episode coming up really soon where we are going to talk about how sometimes the relationship between fans and celebrities and fans and creators and all that stuff, especially now with social media. It can be good and then sometimes there can be a toxicity there. And I think sometimes um creators, I don't want to say use the fans But sometimes they can use the fans. But I think a lot of times creators don't realize how valuable the fandom is. And I think sometimes they just kind of brush that aside or like to use the word just kind of uh, quote unquote crazy fans or they're a little bit off the rails or whatever. or They're annoying or that kind of thing. When I think a lot of creators don't realize that you would not have what you have. You would not be able to keep going if you didn't have the people that actually consume that art that you produce and so i do think um i think you were saying aaron that you know it sometimes it can be like almost like they're slapping <laughs> not slapping the fans in the face i don't remember how you worded it but kind of like they're just annoyed and they don't really want to do it and so they just kind of just throw it together and i think that's true sometimes i think you will see that happen i think the reason i always bring up the mindy project is and i was kind of had already stopped liking the show honestly by the time it was can- it was canceled by the time Fox canceled it, and Fox, just like Sci-Fi, Fox is notorious for this. Fox cancels good shows constantly. I'm still upset that they canceled Pitch. They can't. They've canceled so many amazing shows, and they just are known for doing that. They just like are like whatever. This is a great show. People love it. We're just going to cancel it. And sometimes, like with the Mindy Project and Brooklyn Nine-Nine the fans end up helping it be revived at a streaming service. Cause now you have that option. And with the Mindy project, the reason I think that was so, I don't know, hard was it was almost like they got this opportunity and the fans rallied behind them. And then they're like, okay, we can just be lazy and do whatever we want to do. And the fans will be there because the fans just stick with us. So we don't really have to give them necessarily quality stuff. And we can forget about how good our show was because When you rewatch the first couple seasons of that show, that show is so, so good. And so it makes those other seasons just even worse because, you know, how good the show was and it just became this lazy thing. And like, oh, we've got these fans and we're just going to kind of spit in their face, which I understand. Not everybody's always going to be able to be successful with what they write. And I understand, you know, sometimes things work for other people, don't work for don't work for some But I think there has to be that thing where you have to be appreciative of the fans and not use them and abuse them kind of thing or make them feel that you are because you will lose them. And then also the vice versa can be said, too, because I think sometimes fans can be very abusive towards creators and actors, especially actors when they don't delineate that the character they're playing is not the actor. (laughs) The actor is not the character. The actor is a separate human being. And they're just playing a character that is written a certain way. So it's not their fault if the character does something, because there are people, actors that will literally get death threats because somebody doesn't like something their character did. Or, you know, I know it happens a lot with soap actors where soap actors will be yelled at and berated in public by people because they didn't like what their character did. And that's crossing the line. So I think there's kind of this fine line there between being able to interact healthy healthily or that's not really a word but uh with your fan base and then not so I just think this is an interesting example because most people that I saw after this came out were furious and felt betrayed by the creator and I guess even some people by Kristen Bell and felt and I think a lot of that was because of Logan that's the sense I got was that the thing that everybody was the most upset about Aaron and Jackie who watch. I
3: yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Plus um I think people were mad because Kristen Bell had defended it and said that uh, she agreed with the decision. Um and like I already said I I don't under like even from a creative standpoint I don't understand it. But I I think someone said that Rob Thomas hated Logan his character and like didn't want them together in the first place, but fans were pushing for it. Um, um so that's probably just his way of being like, Nope.
1: Hmm.
3: I'm
0: trying to think, I know there's another show that that happened with where the creators didn't like a, an actor and so they didn't want, I don't know, I'm, I'm probably totally wrong on that, but thinking I think of Spike from Buffy. Oh, uh, was it Spike? Yeah, because didn't the creators wanted her to actually end up with Angel?
3: I think so. I'm not positive. I (laughs) kind of think so, but I I know that, like, Spike wasn't supposed to keep going. Like, he wasn't Mm -hmm. supposed to continue on the show, because Josh didn't really like him and didn't really want him around. Or at least that's what I read. Like, if that's wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I got my facts (laughs) from the internet. I'm sorry. Uh, And I know that like he was kind of mad that the fans ended up loving him so much.
0: Well, Joss Whedon is a piece of shit, so (laughs) (laughs) Mm,
3: and and not just because of that opinion,
0: but because he is a piece of he's a piece of that's
3: that's like a whole heartbreaking thing for me and its own Mm -hmm. separate entity.
0: Yeah, no, I and we're covering that this later this year. We're going to talk about that. So because we're going to revisit Buffy and talk about how hard it is when you still love something and the creator is a total and complete scumbag. So, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just an interesting thing because I always feel bad for people when they love something so much and it comes back and it ends up being you know, something that's not good or feels lazy or feels like they don't like the creators don't care anymore. I think you can see that a lot. Um, I know for me, the biggest one was and this wasn't something that was revived or anything, but the biggest thing Well, now it is. But the biggest thing for me was Dexter. It will always be Dexter because Dexter honestly would be my all time favorite show. It would I would like it more than Queer as Folk if it hadn't been for that last season. And a lot of people it was before that. But it just became so lazy and so ridiculous and the way they treated certain characters, especially Deb, on that show, became so repulsive and disgusting that it almost felt like they were like, we don't care about these characters anymore and we just want to ruin them as much as possible. And that's why I'm really hopeful that with the revival, the fact that the original creator who had left the show, the original showrunner, is back and Michael C. Hall is excited and he is has said he hates the ending. I'm hopeful that that will be a thing, but I'm hoping it won't be a Veronica Mars thing where it's like, okay, we just got to watch spoilers for the end of Dexter, but we just got to watch Lumberjack Dexter. And I
3: just <laughs>
2: I just wanted I to all be him that. just like so boring working as a Lumberjack. Like, that's it. Just 10 episodes of him in the middle of nowhere.
1: He still gets to cut things. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> I will cry I will really cry
0: <laughs> since we're kind of for us we're short <laughs> I mean are not short on time we're running what's that we have a lot of time <laughs>
2: <laughs> it never happens so you don't even know the word for it <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: but I just want to go around and just ask if there's anything else you wanted to mention about the show um anything at all Erin
2: um, I've got a, a very random thing that I just wrote down because I didn't know where to put it. But um, in doing research for this, I discovered um a really short web series um called Play It Again, Dick. Have you guys seen that? Um, yeah, it's, I have. I watched the first episode. Really <laughs> hilarious. Of um, oh God, I can't even remember his name now. The man that plays dick um like playing himself and a bunch of the original actors like playing themselves of him trying to get a reboot of like starring him and it's just ridiculous and funny but (laughs) i found it very entertaining if you want like weird meta web episode things um but i will never not like veronica mars i know it's like a very maddening and frustrating show but i will always watch it i've probably seen it like start to finish probably four times five times I don't know ten times. who knows but it's a very comforting show that you can just put on while you're doing other stuff and watch it and I love it and I just find myself standing in front of the TV watching TV for half an hour because it just always just sucks you back in. So I think it was it was fantastic and I loved it and I don't really have a ton of bad things to say besides the Logan situation. That's what we'll call it from now on the Logan the Logan situation, situation. <laughs> and Jackie.
3: Um, I think that actor's name is Ryan Hansen.
2: Yes, thank
3: you. Okay. Um, yeah, I also love the show. I It's one of those shows that I always put on, like, in the background. I also do that with Gilmore Girls. Those are just, like, I can jump in at any point in any episode. And I'm like, yes, this is so good. So glad that I'm watching this episode right now. <laughs> um, and I have a ton of love for all of... The actors on it, all of the guest actors on it too. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just in love with it. It's so witty, so good. I watched *Die Zombie*. I love it. I don't know. I, I would watch pretty much anything that Rob Thomas
1: wants to make. And then Lily, do you have anything you want to add? Um, I really love uh, Veronica Mars so far. Um, I can definitely see why people. Uh, why it has such a cult following, basically, um, and I'm very excited to continue uh watching it and excited to you know be just as frustrated with the fans when I get to the movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I just have to keep you guys updated on that, yeah, yeah, keep everyone
0: uh, even me keep me updated yeah. too. <laughs> I have to You'll add this to, to my group chat, yeah. And I have to add this to my thing. I, I know I still, Aaron is going to want to slap me, but I still haven't watched any of the Doctor Who
2: episodes. Put this after that on your list, though. Okay, okay. So Doctor Who is first. I...
0: <laughs> and then
2: this. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep on you about it. Don't worry. <laughs> me and Meg will bully you into it. Don't worry. I know, I know, I know.
0: And Meg's really good at that, too. So... <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you all so much for being on. This was, this was entertaining. I loved talking about this actually, even though I don't watch the show, I thought it was a lot of fun. So I hope everybody had a lot of fun. So we'll just close out and go around and everybody can say where they can be found. And if you have anything you want to promote, Erin.
2: I uh, can be found on Instagram only. I'm at geek and sew. That's what I do. I geek and I sew things. And if we're going to promote something, I, I feel like it's my obligation to mention again, Winona Earp, and we are fighting for Winona. And if you at all remotely like Wynonna Earp, please go do some social media posts to um, get a season five. Awesome. Yeah. And that's another show that I have on our list that we have to cover, too. So yeah, Tanya, Tanya and I can just spend like 16 hours speaking <laughs> out about it. and It'll be fine.
0: It'll be the longest episode ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: Jackie. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Jackie Dominique. And I don't think I really have anything to promote right
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. And then Lily. And Lily, if you also, if you want to add what you're into this week, too, since we didn't get to hear that from you, you can do that, too, in this ending.
1: Um, she I, can found, <laughs> I can be found on Instagram at Lilith Carmen. Um, I do travel a lot, unfortunately, for work. Okay. I'm not one of those crazy people during the pandemic. Um, and I just post a lot about, uh, food I eat and animals I meet. Um, and right now I've been rewatching Bojack Horseman. So it's very depressing. There's no other word for it, but it's a really good watch though. Very good. Nice. <laughs> And we're going to be covering that uh, later this year.
0: Just let everybody know we're going to be covering that one. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, and this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback show notes, if you would like to be a potential interview guest. Feel free to reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. And I'll either be myself or Lily, who will get back to you on that. Um, and then next episode, Erin is going to be returning, and we are going to be talking about the Oscars. And Angela's going to join us for that too. So we're going to talk about just this year's Oscar race. So we're going to talk about our predictions, our thoughts, everything like that. I'm really looking forward to it because I am an Oscar geek, even. When I have major issues with them, I'm still an Oscar geek forever and ever and ever. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Thank you again for listening to It's a Fandom Thing. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Our logo was designed by Brooke Belly, with cover art by Carla Temmis. Additional research was done by Megan Archuleta. Our Instagram and Facebook content producer and creator is Erin Amos. And our producer is Lila Tafola. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe. And remember, keep that fandom spirit alive.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?